Hello and welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands, FITV's podcast all about looking at life in the past week in the FITV studios. I'm Johnny Burke and I'm joined today by... Catherine. And Hannah Newton. Woo! Oh, Hannah gets... Hannah gets I'm, I'm, I'm giving myself some hype. Some good energy coming from <laughs> exactly. Hannah today. That's what we like we to like see. That. But it's, it's, been a, it's been a fairly quiet week because it's been dominated probably by the events on Monday. Yes, well, we were quite lucky here in the Falklands. We actually get a Monday off. We had a four-day weekend, or a three-day weekend, should I say. Some of us took four days because some of us were a bit worse wear. But, um, <laughs> no, we, um, we were lucky enough to celebrate and commemorate the 39th anniversary of the Falklands War. Um, so... We all went down to the Secretariat where the Liberation Monument is. There was a big um, service. There was also a service in the cathedral beforehand. And it was nice. To be honest, it was nice because it was the first year that actually everyone could get together. Because last year, obviously, with COVID and the pandemic, they had to restrict um, the amount of people attending the service. So it was quite um, different last year. Whereas this year, it was... A lot more people. And so, so last year, because I wasn't here last mm. year. Catherine, you weren't mm. here last year, were you? So no, I wasn't. It, it was just you and you and Ollie, Hannah. Yeah. Who, but you were still you were allowed to go to the services. Yes. So what we did is we actually one of us went to the um, service at the cathedral and filmed that, and then the Ollie and Tom as well, bless Tom, our animator. We roped him into film, <laughs> went down to the service and filmed some of the. Um, Commemorations, but it was it was very small scale, low key, obviously because of COVID. Mm. Um, whereas this year, I thought it was mega busy. Mm. Well, yeah, for my first Liberation Day, it was actually really. It was I thought it was really nice to see everyone turn up and like the parade of like all the different military um, compartments, like the FIDF mm. and the Navy and the Welsh Guards and stuff. Um, and then I like, called the governor there, like all in his like proper uniform and like laying all the wreaths. Yeah. I just thought it was really nice, and like so many people turned out to watch yeah. as well. Which, considering it was quite a cold day, the amount of people that turned out to actually watch the liberation service was, I think, was really nice. I was mm. going to say, was it what you guys expected? Because it, obviously it's your first liberation days. What, what did? Yeah, you I, it was. I mean, it was really impressive the the way that it, it, it was. It was clearly everyone knew what they were doing, and it was well rehearsed. With in terms of like the marching, so it starts off with well, there's the the service which Ollie was at, so I didn't see any of that. But the marching down the road, and then everyone, or the like you say, the FIDF, and then you've got the everyone coming down from Mount Pleasant, and they all were just so, so well ordered, and and they knew obviously they've been practicing in the parade yards. I'm guessing in Mount in Mount Pleasant, and it was the 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 mix of the sound, so everyone obviously observing really, really silently and watching the, the parade as it went down, but then you're hearing just the calls of, of the court of arms and stuff like that and waiting for the governor to come in. It was, it was really well respected, which you'd expect, but, um, but really poignant as well. Yeah, so this year was really nice because actually we had a piper for once, which mm. we haven't had for a while, um, and it was, it was quite poignant, I thought. Yeah, uh, definitely. Really, really good. But, but, but the sounds as well, because mm. I, I, I was in a position where... I was a little bit blocked off from seeing where the marching band and uh, well, the, the parade coming down initially, but you could hear it. So mm. you could hear the obviously the drums and then there were some flutes playing as well. Yeah. So some guys who were marching. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was cool. It was cool kind of to hear it in the distance and then it slowly got louder and louder. Well, it's funny. I don't know whether you guys find this, but it's something that you don't really experience. For me, when I was in the UK, pretty much all my life, I've never really 
experienced that military presence and had seen mm. anything like that before. So coming here mm. is quite eye-opening to be like, oh gosh, actually, there's quite a lot that goes mm. on. Yeah, I mean, because I've done, what, Remembrance Day and I think Battle Day as well. So I've, like, done two services at Monuments I haven't filmed. But I think Liberation Day was definitely my favourite that mm. I've done so far. And here in the Falklands as well, I find it it's so important. Mm. Do you know, it's so important. There's such a... A, a presence and the, and the military have done such a lot for the community. Mm. Um, Definitely, and, and saying that next year will be a really, really big service with it being mm. the 40th anniversary. Yeah. So, I mean, it's already been mentioned in some um, legislative assemblies about the preparations from from. Yeah, I, th I think the committee have been hard at work organising um, mm. stuff for the event. So it'll be interesting to see what that's like this year as well. I thought, God, we were lucky with weather. Just yeah. in the nick of time, yeah. just before the rain started, it was literally just towards literally, the end, yeah. wasn't it? Literally, oh, just well, it was they right finished, as they right started the marching away, that the rain came. Yeah, so, so we were we were lucky. We we liked that. It was a bit of a downpour, though. I know. Well, you and I had to struggle with our rain covers on the uh, cameras. Oh my dear! Bit interesting. But... I actually, I never want to use that rain cover ever again. <laughs> Honestly, it was. It just you could barely see the screen, mm. uh, and. My hands are freezing. Yeah. Mm. That's I, the one thing I think doing all the parades and the services and the monument and the memorial season, you realise that you need a decent pair of gloves. Yeah, mm. yeah. Definitely. See, I couldn't even wear my gloves because they're like really big, thick gloves, so they're great. But then the buttons on the camera are so tiny, <laughs> I can actually wear my gloves. And then once I put the rain cover on it, it was, oh, just a yeah. mess. But we, we, I think we've, we've got lots of good footage of the parade. If anyone, well, any listener is interested in watching the parade and seeing what we're actually talking about yeah check out the show this week yeah. we've got a very long 10 15 minute feature on it and mm. that'll be the, that's the first half of the show but no uh, it could, so. we have covered covered it well i think mm. because we, we were all in different positions totally different angle, we? yeah so we've got kind of all bases covered exactly which is good mm. yeah um, so yeah well, definitely check out the show this week it's uh, on fitv.co.fk um it'll be on on friday um, and you can see the parade mm. and see actually what we're talking yeah. about. And it's like you were actually there at exactly, Liberation Day. Exactly. Mm. Enjoy Liberation Day with the rest of the fort. <laughs> Without the hangover the next day. Oh, exactly. That's the thing. It's a big, yeah. We won't say anything else on that. <laughs> um, yeah, so moving on to some announcements that were made, not actually this week, but it was towards the end of last week, but it was the, the Queen's birthday honours. Mm. Um, so there were some some mentions and, and some honours for people who've worked in the Falcon Islands recently. Mm. Um, I, I don't actually personally know them, but you guys, do you want to talk about that? Because you, you, you worked with them and, and met them. So yeah. there were three, three honours, weren't there? So one of um, the honours was for a lady called Pam Trevelyan, who is the Director of Emergency Services here. Um, and she did a lot of good work during the pandemic, so she got a MBE for mm. that. I think mm. Alex Mitham, who's a former deputy governor, he mm. also got an MBE, so he's just left the fort, and it's only sort of in the last month, hasn't he? Yeah. So it's nice to see Alex recognised. And then OBE's Guy Marrow, um, who obviously led the demining programme, mm. so he's got one. Um, and he's on the show, actually, isn't he, this week? Yeah, yeah, so Ollie's going to have a chat to him about, about his OBE and how he feels. That's really nice, because obviously... He, like, how long was the demon program? About 10 years? Yeah, he's, he's been a big part of that. A massive mm. part of mm. sort of Fortnite's life and obviously giving the land back to the Fortnanders, well, Fortnanders, mm. over over the past years and, like, all our beaches back and obviously we had to reclaim the beach at York Bay end of last year so yeah i think it's really nice to see that the guys that were involved in the demining program 
honoured in this way? Being recognised for their hard work, yeah. Mm. Well, it's what, 40 years since people stepped on uh, York Bay, wasn't it? Did you just mention it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, um, what, thir what it was 38, 38 years, Yeah, I think. Mm. And so that was, because that was really special, because obviously mm. we went and filmed the Reclaim the Beach, seeing people that have either lived here their whole lives and they've, so if they're under 38, they've never stepped on the beach before, mm. or they were here before the war, and then they used to go on the, on the beach when they were little and then couldn't for so many years and then sort mm. of have gone back on the beach. Um, and it's just, it was so special to see people and like everyone was so emotional, so. Mm. Yeah, no, it was good. That's what, that's the thing. What what does it take to get an MBE? That's what I want to know. You MBE, were asking OB. us, weren't you? Yeah, what does it take? What's the criteria? Does the Queen <laughs> sit at home at Buckingham Palace and go, right, hmm. Do you think it's just on the Queen? I think I think it's more than just just, it just the be, Queen. It must be. <laughs> no, I, I think she doesn't wake up one day on her birthday and go, right, I'm going to give these people away. Uh. <laughs> no, I thought, I think it's decided by like the government mm. and they give their list to the Queen. Mm. Because I, like I, what I'd like to know is how do they know of someone like Guy Moreau? Do you know someone like Pam Trevelyan? Like how mm. do they know these names? They, I'd find it. There must I, I be mean, a team of people. There must be some sort of nomination. Listener, I'm if you guessing. know how this no, works, do you let can, us know. You can nominate people for it. I think. Mm -hmm. I think you can nominate people, but also I guess if they've worked with a foreign and Commonwealth office, they're gonna sort of know to. Yeah. And obviously, G mining was such a big thing. Yeah. People mm. are gonna know about, it, aren't they? But I, I did hear something. I don't know if it's. If it's true, so don't. Fact oh, here we it, go. Gossip, guys. No. No, it, it was something about the, the the Falkland Islands because obviously it's a small population, only around three thousand people. But it's it's one of the most honoured by in, like, by percentage population in, or something. population oh, yeah. in in the UK oh, overseas ter territories slash UK. Moving on, because there, there is another World Day, um, World Albatross Day that took place. Well, when is it, Catherine? This World week, Albatross it? Day is on the 19th of June, so it's on Saturday. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's really nice. So obviously in the Falklands, we've got over 70% of the world's population of black-browed albatross. Right, now, this is a word to say, because on the news when we were recording this, Johnny, yeah, black-browed albatross. Uh, it's a bit of a tongue twister, <laughs> yeah. especially if you say it quickly. But um, obviously, I think there's 22 species of albatross and quite a lot of them are actually sort of endangered or at risk. And there's one species that's sort of under a hundred of them mm. left. So we're the black black brown albatross. Mm. Um, they're actually in quite a good position in the Falklands. So they've just you know, sort of least concern at the moment because there's so many here. Um, so yeah, we interviewed Amanda Kupfer from she's doing a PhD with SARI and fisheries at mm. the moment. Um, and so she monitored, like, looks at the albatross and sees how they interact with fisheries. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, the theme for World Albatross Day this year was um, making sure that fisheries are albatross-friendly. Mm. Because apparently, quite a lot of albatross, like, the biggest risk for them is fisheries. So they'll go to, like, fishing vessels and then get the fish off the hooks. And then they can, like, drown if they get tangled up oh, in the gosh, nets and stuff. Yeah. So in the Falklands, they're doing quite a lot to reduce seabird interaction. So they've got, like, lines on their boats to scare them away. Um, and sort of they work with their discard tanks, so it's like not constant, so it sort of discourages the birds from coming mm. close. Um, but yeah, so I did quite a nice piece with Amanda about what's actually happening to stop the seabirds being injured. What, why do they like it here so much in the Falklands? What I'm, is it about the environment? Is it to do with their migratory path or something? I'm or? not entirely sure, actually. I didn't, I didn't ask Amanda that, but I think it's just like it's where they are to so say quite a lot of the albatross species are in this region like the mm. southern hemisphere all the mates are here mm. <laughs> yeah maybe yeah. that's it all their friends <laughs> and are they, do um, they breed for life yeah 
Yeah, they mate for life, and they can live for I think up to sort of 50, 60 years. God, that's crazy, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, that, I think it's really cool. I really mm. like albatross. I think they're so awesome. Well, you went to Saunders, didn't you? A couple yeah, of months ago yeah, I went to Saunders. I went to New Island as well, which mm. I think I saw more there because it was earlier in the season, so I saw all the chicks on their mm. nests. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's so cool that you can just go out to the islands here and see albatross. Well, it's wildlife you'd never see if you're at home in the UK. Do you no, know, no. stepping out on your door. I mean, you don't step out your front door and literally see an albatross. Oh. Although, yeah. I would say that, some people, some people have, have in town and stuff, really? yeah. and if you do see them, you've got to let uh, it's conservation cons- know. Yeah, it's because um, when they fledge, sometimes the young birds get blown off course, and then they'll land in town, um, oh, but then conservation have to come and like take them, like, rescue them and go put them on top of a cliff so they can like, fly oh, off. Because yeah. when they fledge, they spend seven years at sea, mm. so they don't land again it's crazy. for seven years yeah. until they come back to mate and stuff. Um, so yeah, albatross are so cool. Like, it's one of those animals, like, I've always loved growing up. Mm. And, like, I've always wanted to see albatross. Never in my life would I have actually thought, mm. oh, I'll see an albatross. And now I have. See, this reminds me of when I was at school. Did, it, did anyone have to study in English literature the rhyme of the ancient mariner? No, about but the, I do what, know the albatross, they did mention which the albatross, was, like, yeah. one of these really long poems with about 11 stanzas yeah. <laughs> or something. 11-page poem, and we were all like, what's this about? And it was yeah, all about this albatross, mm. you know, and this mariner out at sea. There's me and my tandem. But yeah, that's, <laughs> where, that's where, like, initially yeah. I was like, oh, albatross, that's a really cool animal. Yeah, no, yeah, really awesome. they, the, the mariners used to use them to direct them to land. I'm not entirely think, sure. but I, know that I, I think, think there was some old legend where, where the albatross would kind of tell you if you were near land or not. Yeah, right. Um, I could be totally wrong about this, listeners, so don't take me 100% <laughs> this, but... As with most of... As with most of the stuff that today. I've been talking about today, yeah. <laughs> Don't I've, listen I've, to Hannah. I've got a little question for, for you both testing your golf knowledge. Golf? So, yeah, so if you, if, it, there is a link. So if you score an albatross oh God. in golf, oh, how many shots have you shot below like the par level of that oh hole. Oh my God, Donnie's asking you've lost the me wrong people. Uh, honestly, <laughs> par. Do you know what I, I, know, what I mean? Is it similar to a birdie? Yeah, so I'll give you so a, bir- a, bir- a, a birdie is one below mm-hmm. um, a par score. So the par score is like when you're playing golf and that's the average kind of score you'd mm-hmm. be expected to make, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. So birdie is one below, bogey is one above. Mm-hmm. Is and what, what do you think an albatross is? Like, I think an albatross no, is a par, um, so you call that I think an albatross is two above, I'm going for. What do you think, uh, Catherine? I don't know, seven below. Mm. <laughs> no. So you said two above. That's a, two below. that's a double bogey. Two below is an eagle. An albatross three is three below. Why? Why are birds? In I don't golf? Know. What's I know. that about? It's Where did that come from? I've got no idea. Because you've got birds obviously below and then bogeys above. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's it, what's it, like, why, why in golf would you be like, oh, we're going to name these after birds, these scoring systems? I don't know. It's something if to... the listener knows this, please do email us, let us know, news at fitv.co.uk. There will definitely be a or reason. Or send us a postcard. We want postcards. <laughs> yes, or send us a postcard. Mm. Where you're listening in the world, send a postcard from there and tell us why exactly. golf name. We'll I feel like we are. need to do like a news piece on golf now and how to actually play golf. <laughs> it's oh, quite yeah. interesting golf in the Falklands though because obviously mm. the wind here we have got a golf course but it's mm. quite it's not god it's interesting golf it, course, it's an it? interesting golf course but obviously with the wind <coughs> and stuff you have to like learn to hit and factor in the wind and stuff and i think people i've heard that people here they'll play golf here and then they'll go somewhere and play on like a flat green golfing well, like fairway like fairway surface, yeah. like yeah. Some, somewhere flat and no wind and then they can't hit in a straight line because they're so used to factoring in the wind oh. well especially here because it's lumpy and bumpy as well yeah. and all gr- long white grass and stuff mm. like that 
getting used to playing. We should say Johnny to go play if golf. If they here. can play here well, then if they yeah, went to the UK, well, they'd ace it. A bit like the well, hockey, well, no, you know? No, Ice hockey, if they're used to skating inline hockey on the. Cool, yeah, but then they go to like punter and smash it on the ice, even yeah. though they've never skated. Before. Yeah, but this is the thing because here they're so used to the wind and factoring in the wind, so they're always they're still factoring in the wind. Mm -hmm. So they can't hit when it's not windy. They can't do it. Yeah. So they're just going off into the trees every mm. every shot. Well, I've got to go to the dentist, listener. So I'm gonna love you and leave you all oh, and goodbye, leave you in the capable hands of Johnny and Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, Hannah. See you. All. And then there were two, so it's just me and you, Catherine, yeah. now. Um, but, I mean, we don't have too much, too much more to cover, do we? We're just a, a look into, into the future and next week. Yeah, so what's going on next week, eh, Johnny? Well, I can see on the board there is a big darts tournament, the first darts tournament yes. on the Saturday. So, I mean, I haven't, I haven't been... I know that darts is massive mm. in the Yeah, Falklands. darts is really big here. So they do, like, a league that started a few weeks back... Um, and there hasn't been any sort of, of that darts on for a few weeks because they had like an individual tournament and obviously Liberation Day on Monday they didn't play. But, um, but yeah, so the first of the big darts tournaments at Town Hall on Saturday. So they have a few of these over the winter and mm -hmm. it's my first darts tournament as well. So Hannah should have been here to tell us more about yeah. it. But I, um, I have seen some, because we, we, we film... I don't think we film everyone, but we, we definitely film a couple. Yeah, so, so we'll be filming this one on Saturday. And I think... So, because obviously people are really into the darts and want to want to see it, so I think it's like a whole evening yeah. at the town hall. Um, I think it'd be quite exciting. I'm, I'm excited. Quite but, tense. Like, yeah, the, I mean, the darts. I mean, have you ever have you ever seen videos of the darts at like Alexander Palace in London and stuff no, like that, where everyone's on the tables, like doing fancy dress? Oh. I'm picturing that'll be the same in the, in the, in the town hall uh, come Saturday. But I have seen some of the some of the coverage we've done in years mm. past and. The quality of darts is actually really good because, yeah. I mean, every, like you say, everyone everyone's playing weekly and you can't go into the, one of these pubs locally, can you, without seeing seeing like a, at least two darts boards. Yeah, um, yeah, everywhere's got darts. I've had a go at darts. I'm yeah. not. Too, I'm. I'm all right. I can hit the board and yeah. get scores, but I'm not very good at aiming. For so, if I have to like land on a double to finish. I'm not very good at aiming. Yeah, aiming is quite key, I it's, think. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the thing, even before I got here, didn't have a clue about darts, and now I know that you have to finish on a double. Yeah, so, that's it, that's it. It's usually, I think you start with 501, and then you try and mm. you basically whittle that down until you get to a, a score that you can finish on a double. But yeah. I'm excited. I think it's going to be good. It should be a good evening. A I little think. bit rowdy, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it would be very interesting, I think, seeing our first darts tournament. So I think that's... Uh, that's the main one. My birthday, actually, on Friday. But yeah, all that to look forward to um, next week. And I think that's probably probably it for us this yeah. week. So thanks a lot for tuning in to Meanwhile in the Falklands. Um, you can catch the Falklands and Focus, our show. Um, it goes out on our website, fitv.co.fk. Um, if you're in the Falklands, you can watch it on KTV. Um, usual time, 7, seven o'clock Yeah, on 7 o'clock on Friday. Look at that, Johnny, you've been here long enough now, you know the website. <laughs> I know, exactly. I, I was struggling a little bit, struggling no, to remember, there. but got I got there. there in the end. Um, but yeah, thanks a lot for listening, and um, we'll see you next week. See ya.